0: Welcome to the Mad Love Podcast, this is Vince And right now would be the time that uh, Cherish would chime in and say, I'm Cherish But uh, she's not here today because she's at work and, well, with our new jobs um, Well, her new job, really um, Schedules aren't just meshing and it's just getting kind of hard to actually have some time uh, with each other to sit down and do podcasts Um, So, that's why I thought, ah, you know what? Instead of trying to wait for the time for us to actually be on sync, I'll just do it alone. Because it's, it seems kind of weird because we have three out and it's like, okay, we have three. Yeah, fuck it, yeah, that's good enough. It's, it kind of looks like, you know, we got laser or whatever. I know our audience isn't that broad at all. It's paper thin. But, you know, it's, it's a hobby. I like doing it. It's fun, you know, to me at least. To just sit down and talk about things that matter to me and that I generally like to talk about, um, even if someone's not listening or not, I, I, I like doing it. It's fun. It's something like, if I, in my mindset, it's I can look back and listen and say, wow, I actually said that, or wow, I actually believe that, or... Or something because we're cons. Everyone's constantly changing. I um, mean, you're not staying the same thing. It's you're just you're. It's like that Doctor Who. Epi- if you're a hoovian, okay. Um, it's like that Doctor Who episode. Uh, oh, what the hell is it? Not Day of the Doctor. Time of the Doctor. I don't know. It's when Matt Smith regenerated. It was that last bit where he was um, just about to regenerate. He's like, you know, we're always changing, but that's a good thing. You know you have to you have to keep on changing, as long as you remember all the people that you used to be, and I really took that to heart because I used to be you know really well I'm still kind of an angry person but very cynical very um, anti everything almost <laughs> the sense that it's like oh, okay some of my think that's cool fuck you I don't like it and you know kind of kind of one of, one of those things I mean oh I, I would have fun I would you know joke around with people but. Uh, especially like if you go to Disneyland and a lot of the lines or whatever, I'd be like, oh, you little motherfuckers. And I would just kind of make, you know, things and uh, make things up and say things, you know, just constantly say like, oh, look, that main statue, it's him holding Disney and, or him holding Mickey and, you know, Disney doing the Heil Hitler or something like that, you know, making a bunch of Nazi references and stuff. Like, oh, look, the, because I, I remember I went to, a, uh, I think it was California Adventure um, one time during the holidays and they had all the Christmas pins on a car like they usually do and there's this one like star david one just really segregated off to the side it's like oh look they put them in their own little area so you know cheap wise cracks like that but i mean in the past year i've really uh moved forward and tried to better myself uh, you know of course there's always some hiccups and bumps and you're always gonna hit that along the way um I mean, I I tried to, uh, I mean, I lost some weight in the past year. I got it back. I fucking found it. I'm like, oh, look, it's been hiding in the closet all this time. And, you know, I, I, it was nice to feel thinner. But at the same time, I felt I was thinner. But mentally, I was so fucked up, you know. I wasn't quite there. Not saying I was nuts or anything. But I wasn't um, centered. That's so what I should be going for. Not something that would put me in a straitjacket. Um, I wasn't centered in my mind. My body was starting to look good. Just My mind wasn't centered and focused. So now that my mind is beginning to be more focused and centered and, and um, better at ease and not so uh, dark and gritty and kind of like a um, Frank Miller comic, I... Yeah, I like I said, I kind of gained the weight back, but as at my age, twenty five, almost twenty six, there's plenty of time to go to the damn gym. Okay, I can I can head there whenever I want. I've just been lazy and not doing it, but there's still time there to do that. I'm not trying to put it off and saying, "Oh well, there's always next time," and then next time comes, there's always next time, because you can get easily caught in something like that, and then you're in the rut where you're. I'm now fifty, and I'm like. Fuck it. Now we'll go. You know no. But what I'm the point that I'm trying to make is before your body gets um I mean, you want to keep a, a a nice balance and I'm not to the point where I'm you know uh I can barely squeeze into a chair and if I stand up it's stuck to my ass. I'm not at that point. I'm tr- I'm making sure not to get myself there. I mean. Yeah, I, I, by making sure I don't get there, is with every cookie I eat, I just kind of like sob over it, saying, I should have be been eating this. I'm not fucking good. <laughs> you know, that kind of like that. The tears make extra flavor. But now that I'm better centered in my mind, getting back to the point, my body feels better. So, but what I mean is, my, I, I, I see things more positive, more clear. I'm not really seeing the world in this small, closed w- way of thinking. Everything's a bit broader. I, I want to try more things, um, go more places. I used to be a fucking hermit. I mean, I-, I used to be a hermit. Like, I just wanted to stay home. If I had to go to work, I guess I'll go to work. But I want to stay home, play video games all day. The- you know, the-, the usual fat guy thing. It's like, I just want to stay home and eat and play video games. And if I go somewhere, food. You know, I salad bad, sweating bad. But I know now I'm I'm more open to a lot of spectrums of life and I, I'm trying to I'm trying to do that. I mean, there's still you can always be changed, but that person that you used to be is always gonna be clinging around. And I mean that's that's fine. Like like I said, like the doctor said. You have to remember all the people you used to be because that's how you judge about the person you are now. That's the progress line to the person that you are now. So that old person tries to come up once in a while. You know, I see things a little, uh, I'll see something and, you know, that cynical thing might come up or um, I might, you know, start making like a, uh, I might start to judge it a little bit, which I'm the last person to judge anything. But, I mean, you, you do that. And I catch myself now, and before I even start to say it, I'm like, okay, you know what? No, that's that's a shitty way of, of thinking, and that's that's not the person that you are now. And so now that I'm balancing that out, I want now I'm going to be working on my body, and this time with that, th- those two, well, I, I've used this word a lot, but I'm going to use it again, balanced, it'll be a lot more easier to maintain it. I won't be do I won't be losing weight just to you know uh, not feel so critical about myself anymore. And it's just a journey. It's just a journey that we're taking, and so I'm I'm at a better place now. Is I guess the point that I'm trying to make. I lost the point half away, and I'm just I've just been kind of improv this shit as I go. But uh, yeah. Uh, to get back to what I was talking to before, we haven't really been able to get in sync with our schedules, and so, that's why I, again, I'm Ryan Solo, and she's at work. Sucker. <laughs> I got to go to work at 10, so, I mean, I can call her a sucker right now, once 10 o'clock rolls around, I'm like, I don't want to go to work. But, uh, I mean, there's a lot of topics that I've been wanting to talk about. Uh, one would, was, uh, the Kim Davis, the county clerk, the, the I think she was, like, uh, where is she? She's Kentucky, I want to say. Let me try and find... This is so unprofessional of a podcast. But yeah, the Kentucky County Clerk. Um, originally, I was going to be talking about that, and I was going to do a whole monologue on that and a whole rant. But to, to be honest, I hate politics, and I hate things like this. I mean, and not that I want to be... Um, not well-informed, I just, it's too much negative and too much hate, to be honest. And just to even trying to talk about it, and trying to think about it, just makes you angry, because how can someone deny people the right to be who they are if they're happy and they're not hurting anybody? I mean, it's not like It's not like one of the guys walked up and said, you know what, I've been fucking this donkey for about 15 years now, I finally want to marry it. No, it's just like, hey, me and this guy, we're just very happy, we're in love, You know, we want to show uh, the world our union, and we want to be able to have the same rights and same abilities of uh, everyone else, of pretty much straight couples. And they get denied of that. And I understand that it's this woman's um, religious beliefs. But... You shouldn't bring that into your work, especially one as high as this one. And, I mean, I can get into a whole thing. And, I mean, I'm Christian myself. Now, do I believe that all gays are evil and they should be banished and sent to the lake of fire and the river Styx? No, I don't believe that. I am much of the mentality of, hey, you know what? You want to live your life, dude, just go live your life. Don't hurt anybody, you know, don't make anyone else's life shitty. But if, 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 you want to, you know, if, see, with being gay, I mean, I, I saw a documentary one time, and, uh, it was kind of, like, it was saying that a lot of Christians think that, uh, being gay is a choice, that you wake up one morning and say, I just want to suck dick. But no, it's, it's, if a woman has about five kids... I think it was the fifth kid, the, um, I think, uh, not the estrogen, but the cells in the woman start to attack that um, fetus and start to make it um, more feminine because the testosterone that it's been putting out has been lessened over the time. And so uh, that child will come out gay because of the, the cells attacking it. And so that's not a choice, okay? It's just how that person's genetic makeup was. And so, and like I said, I can go on with that, and I don't really want to. It's just a big waste of time. I don't see why anyone should be giving her any time. She came out, and you know, after she was arrested, you know, she came out and to Aya the tiger, which funny enough, they she somehow it was able to piss off the only surviving member of Survivor. Uh what was his name? Talk amongst yourselves as I find this. Aha, Frankie Sullivan. Um, I guess he's the only surviving member of, he was a, he's a lead guitarist of Survivor. And on his Twitter he said, no, we did not grant Kim Davis any rights to use my tune, Eye of the Tiger. I would not grant her the rights to use Charmin. What a zinger, Frankie. Come on, Mike. You're not the, well, he's talking about Mike Huckabee because he was there too. Come on, Mike. You're not the only, uh, you're not the Donald, but you can do better than that. See you really soon. I don't know why he said see you really soon. I think he's trying to make a big point or he was just pissed off. But uh, you somehow pissed off the only surviving member of Survivor. Which is kind of funny. I mean, the banner's name was Survivor and he's that last survivor. But why would you come out to Survivor? I mean, I the Tiger. That makes no sense. Honestly, I think she should have came out to um, live to win. That, now, if she would have came out to live to win by Paul Stanley, I think I would have been like, holy shit, that's ballsy. All right. You're not, I mean, I'm pissed at you, but I'm not entirely pissed at you. But... The whole subject of this is just very, it, it just hurts. It hurts my head. Because I, I can't fathom... Why are we still living in a world where you want to stop people from being themselves because of your own beliefs? Now, I know that, that if we're living in a country, you have the freedom to do that. And all for you. I mean, it's very contradictory of me to say. But it, it, when you really get back to it, it's like, well, to strip them their rights of being hateful or whatever it kind of goes does away with oh someone should just have the right to be who they are because technically these people are are being who they are they're they're just bigoted assholes so I they have the right to do that i guess and it's just see you can't go through this life always with the good of things it's a whole yin and yang thing you need that balance and counterbalance if the world is always good you wouldn't, know, you wouldn't ever know what to do with that slight percentage chance because it's always going to happen. Where things go bad, you wouldn't know what to do. So I guess to balance out the world, you, you need that You need that dark side. Oh, oh, my God, speaking about dark side, Star Wars is going to be in about oh, 97 days or so, and I can't wait. I saw a, saw a tweet somewhere where some guy said <laughs> to J.J. Abrams, if you fuck this up, you're gonna be known as Jar Jar Abrams, which that is amazing, and I would honestly like to shake the hand of the guy that did, the guy that did that because he would be known as the Jar Jar Binks of the whole series of the new age Jar Jar. If I see any thing that resembles a floppy eared, gangly bastard, I'm just gonna walk out and want my money back. But from what they're putting out, everything just looks amazing. I mean, I just went to Target and they're already like there's two stormtroopers on the front door of the uh, automated doors, and they're like, use the force to open. And uh, I got I to admit, a part of me was like a kid again, and I wanted to like do the force thing, and the other side's like, another part of me is like, you're a fucking 25. Just walk in like a normal man. And then you walk in, and there's a Chewbacca statue, little not statue, but a Chewbacca cutout that's like, Take a selfie and do your best Chewbacca impersonation. And again, I'm dying inside because I'm like, I want to go do that. But the grown-up in me is like, you're going to look like a complete idiot. Keep on walking, Get what you need to do. And don't be a fucking child. I want to be a child. Fuck you, other self. I want to be a child. Next time I go over there, I'm going to do it. I'm going to... All that. It's going to be awesome. Anyway i think when the movie comes out i'm just gonna if they start out and right when that song hits the one where when that song hits i think i'm just gonna start bawling i'm gonna cry i'm gonna cry like i did when i watched uh the dark knight rises not i mean i cried because the fucking bane voice but when um alfred uh one i well i cried at two parts i'm not i'm I'm man. Say that okay. I'll say I cried in for Dark Knight Rises, with two parts, and both of them involved uh, Alfred. It's when he's in Wayne Manor with uh, Bruce, and he's telling him, you know, I'm not gonna. No, this is it. This is the last thing I'm gonna do because I'm not gonna bury you, and you, and he's just pouring his heart out to him, and his last little attempt to get him to change his mind, and he's and pretty much. You know he only oh, tells him about the real, uh, note that Rachel said, and, and Bruce is like, "How dare you, you use Rachel against me and whatever and fuck you, Alfred," and I felt like just like yelling at the screen like, "You motherfucker, you don't talk to Alfred that way," you know. Through the tears, I'm saying this, and the other point that I actually started crying on was. When Alfred's looking at it's a it's a funeral scene towards the end of the movie, which by the way, uh, I I'm not saying spoilers because it's it was a big movie and you should have seen it by now. It's that end where he's looking, he's and he's saying, "I failed you, you you trusted me and I failed you," and he's looking at the three graves of and you know of Martha, uh, Thomas, and you know they're thinking Bruce. And he's telling Martha and Thomas' grave, I failed you. And he starts crying, and I start crying with him. I'm like, it's not your fallen Alfred. I'm about to cry right now. And because the feeling and the acting that Michael Caine gave was amazing. I mean, he's not my Alfred, my Alfred is Harry Zimbalist Jr. Uh, he voiced uh, Alfred in the animated series of Batman in the 90s. He was my Alfred. When I when I always think of Alfred, I think of him. Because during that time, the way that he voiced it, his voice was always so soft and so loving and caring. And yes, I know it was a, a cartoon, but the way that they presented that cartoon was like a radio drama. And that's what um, Paul Dini and Bruce Timm, the creators, always want to, portray it as and always wanted to go and have the feeling as because that's what made those um, old radio shows great is because you sat by the radio and just listened and it would be like oh uh, now he's knocking on the door uh, here comes a horse you know all that good shit and they wanted to make it like that and so when they were doing that I guess everyone would like s- sit down and, and read and like Mark Hamill would be just so vigorous when he would be the Joker and he would be jumping up and down and like Holding his own shirt when Batman was supposed to be grabbing him. Um, but that's sidetrack. Um, but yeah, Harry Zimbliss Jr. was my Alfred. But I can see why this new age you know, group of people... Michael Caine is their Alfred. Because I, wa- I really wanted him to be my Alfred for a second. Because the way that he said, you know, you trusted me and I failed you. And the tears in his eyes and the expression on his face... Was some of the best acting I've ever seen. Because you looked at that man... And it looked like he was in complete pain, and it was the pain of, of watching, a your child, or you know some uh, a very close uh, person to you that uh, that was like a a child to you, um, die, and just to feel that it's kind of that old thing of um, uh, parents never bury a, uh, their child, and that's that's kind of what he did at that point. He he buried not only his. Very close personal friends. I mean, yes, he was their butler, but, I mean, I'm sure he was their personal friends after a while. Not only did he bury them, but he buried their kid, who, who, who when he was raising him, was kind of like his kid at the time. But, yeah, those were the key uh, Those were the two key moments. when well, I'm just like, I I lost my shit. And I, uh, this is amazing. This is beautiful. I fucking cried like that when I watched, you know, Toy Story 3. Holy shit. That last scene where... That last scene where they're all lined up, you know the main toys, and they're slowly getting sent in that incinerator. And what really did it for me was when uh, Bullseye is like trying to clamber up to try and get up, and then Jesse just puts her hand on him and just like tells him like pretty much, no, it's it's over, man. And that look that they exchange, it was like, oh, my childhood is about to get. get- how dare you, Disney? You motherfuckers! You're killing my childhood. You're burning them. And when you know Woody's just kind of like hyperventilating and all hyperventilating and all that, that that moment was it. It felt like they were trying to kill my childhood. And I'm sure everybody that was uh, born in the '90s was feeling it more than you know the new the kids that are, you know, were watching it at the time. And it's like all the kids were probably you know sad and all the. The people that are from the 90s are just, like, just bawling their eyes out, like, they can't do this to us. But, I just, that was a, yeah, another movie in which I uh, will admittedly say I sobbed like a child. But I just wanted to uh, talk and just touch on a few things. And just, you know, kind of like that old friend just kind of calling in and saying, Hey, you know, how you doing? How, how are things? You know, I'm still around. Don't, don't worry. I, I didn't completely uh, vanish out of your life. I'm still here. Uh, just kind of do a quick update and just talk about a few things, uh, share my opinions, or I guess a lack thereof of an opinion, and uh, just just shoot the shit with you guys. I mean, no, no one said it had to be an extensive rant or tell you my beliefs on things and give you a very big um, enlightening speech, but uh, no, I just, just wanted to uh, keep, keep in touch and just keep base with you guys. Uh, whoever is out there listening and uh, just telling you that I we're, there is more to come. Um, there is more uh, podcast to come there's because trust me, we have a lot of things to, to say and we have a lot of uh, views and, and, uh, and points. But I, one of the things that kind of holds me back is right now I record off of um, my iPhone uh, 6 plus. And I'm trying to, you know, find the right piece of audio equipment so I can start doing things a bit better and use an actual microphone aside from uh, the iPhone microphone, which is not that bad. But it could be better, you know. Things could be better. I'm actually looking at that. I think it's called like an iRig or something. Um, Studio some or another. I don't know. I'm probably going to get that in the near future. Um, Yeah, don't tell cherish. But, yeah, I'll, I'll begin that. And, uh, I just want to, I just want to do more of these. Cause like I said before, it's, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice way to look back and maybe share this with, uh, well, if I have a kid later on, um, share this with, uh, my children and say, you know, this is what daddy was doing at the time. And I'm not a complete loser. And, uh, it's just, it's. It's just a nice way to connect with people. I mean, and, and if somehow I do one podcast that really breaks through and speaks to someone or they really want to say, hey, you suck, stop doing this, cool. At least I'm getting feedback of something. And, you know, someone's listening and, and, and commenting on, on what I'm doing and what I'm saying. But uh, if you actually, if you want to do that, uh, you can email us at uh, rollingdice14 at gmail.com. Or uh, there is a Twitter, um, Rolling Dice Two at well at Rolling Dice Two. So uh, t- send us a message on Twitter. You can feel free to uh, email us. Just uh, in the subject bar, just put Mad Love Podcast and put hashtag uh, Mad Love Podcast. Uh, but anyway, uh, that was just me. Just uh, keeping in contact and letting you know that I'm not dead. I haven't had a heart attack yet. You know, I'm still kicking. I'm still alive. Cherish is working somewhere. And uh, we have more to say. We're going to be around. But uh, I hope everyone has a nice day, week, month, whenever the hell you're listening to this. But uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. Everyone, uh, if you want to check us out, we are on iTunes, I believe. Madla Podcast. And uh, SoundCloud, which this is going to be on. um, Obviously. So, uh, yeah. Let's keep listening. And, uh, never, I guess one last thing I want to say is never be afraid to change into what's better. Never be afraid to, as I like to say when I did, uh, never be afraid to regenerate. I mean, it may be scary to become a new person, but just never forget who you were and make it... And make the person that you're gonna be, great. Wow, that was really cheesy and shitty and pandering. Anyway, you guys have, uh, you guys have a good day. All right, see you later.